0: Welcome to the Ed Milet Show. Welcome to the Ed Milet Show. I am so fired up to have this dude right here with me. I've got the great Andy Fursella here with me today. Thanks for being here, brother. Appreciate it, man. Thank it's, you. It's already been a great day spending yeah. time with you. This is uh, this is one of the great young American entrepreneurs right here. Thank you. And um, and I mean that. And One of the most influential people in the world on social media when it comes to business as well. And, uh... We've just been visiting most of the day here. We're in his man cave, by the way. I'm surrounded by four GTs and freaking Lamborghinis, and it's just uh, very impressive, brother, what you've done here. Thanks, brother. Really, really really impressive. And this is a good man, too. I've enjoyed the time already today. So I want everybody else to know about you, what I now know about you. And so I want you to hear this story. It's an amazing journey as an entrepreneur. And for many of you, it's gonna inspire you, because I know a lot of you are watching this right now, and you're struggling where you are in your business. yeah, I want you to know both he and I, our stories are very, very similar. We've both been where you are, and I think Andy can help you with some insights too. And later in the program, I'm going to get you more access to this guy too, so that he can actually physically help you with your businesses too. So, cool. ready to do this? Yeah, I'm All excited, right. man. All right, let's do this. All right, so let's start out for a little bit. I know how you grew up. You were kind of an athlete guy, but you were kind of, did you grow up like wealthy, poor, middle class? How'd you grow uh, up?
1: Um, we, I went, I was very fortunate. Uh, I grew up a little bit of everything. So, okay. Uh, my parents were divorced when I was uh, f- about five years old okay. and they're both entrepreneurs. Uh, my mom owned a uh, VCR repair shop, okay? So okay. like they took people's VCR and you know, obviously it's not a very lucrative business. Uh, <laughs> my dad owned a pretty large company, um, uh, an electrical distributor. Okay. That he started when he was, he was uh, 18 years old by buying uh, the spare parts out of, a, out of an old guy's garage. We started a business out of that. Okay. So um, I, my dad became very successful financially, mm. um, but you would have never know it, and you still wouldn't know it. Mm. Um, he was, he's a regular dude. You know, mm. if, you see, if you saw him walking down the street, he's wearing a Harley Davidson shirt and jean shorts. Good. And uh, you're like, you know, here's this crazy old dude. but He's, <laughs> he's a really smart guy, and he's been very successful. Um, my mom and stepdad, uh, we grew up, and that's where I lived. We, okay. we lived on a gravel road uh, in South County here in Missouri. It's a okay. pretty small house. Like a typical
0: Midwest yeah. upbringing.
1: Yeah, nothing yeah. nothing crazy. And uh, they ended up becoming very successful. And then uh, when I say very successful, very, very successful, mm. uh, nine figure company. Whoa, yeah. uh, whoa. And then they ended up losing it all. Mm. Uh, so they went from very poor to very, very wealthy to very, very poor uh, in a very short amount of time in a span of about 10 years and um it, it was extremely valuable upbringing because my dad i never knew my dad was successful because he's very like modest type guy yep. um he lives in a regular house still mm-hmm. to this day he never drove like crazy cars or had all the yeah. what you see on instagram or any right. of this stuff you know yeah um maybe i'm overcompensating i
0: don't know <laughs> but, you know dude you're yeah. compensating because this is <laughs> yeah. unbelievable yeah. just so you know
1: but uh you know we we grew up in a um in a situation where I was able to experience a lot of things, I was yeah. able to, I was able to see what it was like to be very poor. I was able to observe mm. what it took to become wealthy, and I yeah. was able to observe what happens when you don't keep your eye on the ball. Yeah. And I saw a lot. I saw um, a nine-figure company go to a zero-figure company mm. within a matter of 18 months.
0: But you were always around entrepreneurs, though. Yes. Right. So you knew that. That's like, all I ever knew. Yeah. You and I were talking earlier. We both had baseball card businesses, yeah. and no, we were both started really young. Probably a lot of you have had that bug too, or should have that bug, but. So you, this is, it just blows my mind, especially what's happened to you the last five or seven years. But I think people see the four GTs, they see the Lambos, they see this first form brand you guys have built, which is just unbelievable. Thank you. I mean, it really is, man, but and I'm proud of you. I Thank love you. seeing young Thank you. stud entrepreneurs. But That
1: means a lot, man, yeah. especially from you. Thank you, brother.
0: And um, But you start out, so let's go right to the business part because this is the part that I think people like, they've heard some of this, but not all of it. And I hope today we're going to get to some stuff they haven't heard too. But so you start, you and your, it's your brother, right? You guys start your first, you do a so a supplement Chris, store. who you met, my yeah. business
1: partner. That's yeah. not my brother. Okay, he's my brother, yeah, but, but from another mother. About another mother, you No, know, okay. uh, But and then my actual brother okay. works with us too.
0: Your actual brother works too. Yes. Okay. So you're how old are you when you open your first store? You opened a supplement superstore, Nineteen. Store, right? Yeah. Nineteen years super old. Store. Yeah. Okay. And how'd that go in the very beginning? <laughs> I know a little bit of this. Well, but. Uh,
1: you know, like most of you guys, uh, I wanted to be rich. Yep. And I said, I was looking for all these things of how to you know, become wealthy. And yeah. so me and Chris were like, hey, let's start selling vitamins. We both like to work out. It seemed like it made sense, you okay. know? Okay. Uh, so we, we decided we are gonna start a business. How'd you get the money to open the first store? We, we both painted uh, parking lot stripes at night and it paid like 20 bucks an hour. And back then, like in 1999, Whoa. 20 bucks an hour, for painting those, str- dude, that was like 100 bucks an hour. You know what I mean? So you
0: did it on purpose to accumulate the deposit well, or whatever to start your first biz, or?
1: Basically, yeah. Wow. And then, okay. uh, and then to, so we had 12 grand. Nobody would rent to us because we were just kids. We yeah. had no credit. So we had to pay our year's rent up front, which was 1,000 bucks a month. So that took up all our capital. Wow. So to finance the build out and then to finance the inventory, we, we ran it up on credit cards.
0: Wow, because you couldn't get a loan. Right. Crap. So, okay, um, so you open the store. You've paid the rent, by the way, I did that too, which was yeah. a blessing because it didn't let me back out. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, and that was the thing. We had nowhere to live. We didn't have anything. We had to live in the store. You lived in the store. Yeah. So we had we had a, a couch that we got from my dad, which was a love seat. Hmm. Um, and then we had a mattress that we got from a Salvation Army that was in the same center, a Salvation Army retail store. Hmm. And we slept at the back of the store and, and uh, we thought it was cool. You yeah. know, we thought it was fun. Like it was we were 19. We had a business, you know. We freaking awesome. Yeah, we thought it was cool. Like everybody's like, "Oh man, that must have sucked." No, honestly, like it was some of the best times.
0: You know what's funny? Because us, you and I were walking around here. I was looking at your cars, and we were talking about our lives now and stuff. And like, honestly, I mean, it sounds like I'm going back. Like, you know, I'm an old man talking the old days, but I, I loved those times. I did. Too. I loved those hard times. Yeah. I loved the obsession. I loved the struggle with it. Did you? So you're living in the store, so uh, that means, that tells me probably you didn't have like a monster first year. Oh, like no. How was the, how our the first Our first year day to... we
1: had, uh, our first day we sold seven bucks. Yeah, uh, seven bucks. Our second day we sold zero. Uh, <laughs> our third day we sold 22 bucks. And, no and it went like that for uh, for literally years, um, where we would have days of no sales. Uh, we didn't have money to advertise. So the only way we could get people in was literally one at a time and then ha- help Create the word of mouth off of those one-off transactions. Like, did you make any money the first year? Oh no, I didn't make any money. It took me z- the first three years. I got zero pay, zero zero pay.
0: Not F- wait, three years. Three years. So how do you? I mean, I know you're living there, but how do you eat? Well,
1: we worked other jobs. So we both bartended at night and worked security at bars at night, Whoa. and then uh, worked at gyms. So we worked other jobs. So one of us worked the store, mm. and the other one would go work at the other job, and this and that. And then we kind of just pulled the money. Mm. And Chris and I are partners on every business that, that we own still because of this. He's a good
0: dude. I met him. Yeah, he's awesome. You know what? That's a lesson, though. Like, so many young people out there that are entrepreneurs is, like, what sacrifices are you willing to make? It's almost like the first thing you sacrifice is your dream. So when yeah. it's not working, you're broke, you sacrifice your dream. And I, I worked extra jobs, too. It's like, yeah. it didn't even occur to you that that was a big of a deal. Like, no. I'm going to make this thing work. Yeah, yeah
1: it's I call it zero-option mentality. You know, you should always try to cultivate, like... It, it, in that time, I literally had zero options I didn't have a degree yeah. uh, which you know, I feel is less important now for people on, yeah it's less important now, but 15 20 years ago, it was still a big deal mm. so I didn't have a degree uh, I didn't have a, any place to go work you know my, my dad didn't have his company anymore I didn't, have a, I didn't have a backup plan I had to make it work or otherwise mm. I was going to be digging ditches and I didn't want to mm. dig ditches mm. you know and if you're out there digging ditches, I feel your pain because I've done that before mm. you know mm. uh, and if I had to do it, I would do it again. But I don't want to go back. And that's you
0: went three years no money though. Yeah. So were you the, getting... last,
1: the, the next seven years, the most I made in a month was six hundred ninety-five dollars. So for ten years, I never made more than six hundred ninety-five dollars in a month.
0: What? Yeah. Ten years of doing the business, you're you're making seven hundred dollars a month. That what you just said? Yeah. Oh my god. 11, the
1: eleventh year, I made forty-five grand. The twelfth year, I made one hundred eighty, and then it went up.
0: Then it went up. Yeah. It's interesting. Most people their businesses, they they make all these deposits, you know, and they start and then they withdraw all of it too soon, they never get to collect. Well,
1: and that's the thing, you know, Chris and I kind of got in that routine of living below our means. Me too. So we were able to continually put money in and put money in and put money in and put money in. There was a number of years where we had employees that made much more money than us. Hmm. You know, we were paying other people in our company way more than we were paying ourselves. Hmm. And uh, that's what you have to do. It's, a, it's what do you want to invest and what are you willing to give? And, hmm. and I agree with you, people, people want to get paid too soon. They want to they live the life too soon. Way too soon. You know, and, and like, this is this is why I stopped posting a lot of my personal, like I yep. used to post all my cars on Instagram, yep. Yep. I stopped posting it. And I still post them sometimes. Me too. But the reason I stopped was because I started realizing that I'm hurting younger entrepreneurs in a way where they think they need to be living that now, Man. when in reality, they should be pulling in the expenses. Yep. You know? Battening the hatches, so to speak. Well, here's how true that
0: is. So both of us. So the first thing I asked him, because here's how much I believe that too. It's like all I did when I was young, I sacrificed, by the way, 10 years is awesome because most people don't have that in them. They don't have that sacrifice, work the extra job, sleeping there. Right. Yeah. You know what? I didn't either, now that I think about it. Right. But the first thing I asked him as I walked in here and I was looking through all these cars, what's the first thing I asked you? I said, Do you own these? Yeah. And he said, Yeah, I do. I got titled to all of them, right? And that's a big deal to me, because we both, same model, right? Same struggle, same young, same extra jobs. But what we were both doing. We weren't interested when we were young at looking like we were rich when we weren't. We just yeah. stacked it away, stacked it away, stacked it away. You see my houses, my cars, all of them are paid for. My jet paid for, all of them paid for. I'm trying to get on that level, that
1: jet level. You're on that level, right? <laughs> you
0: know you're on that level. So you got the business, it finally turns around. But during that time, I just want people to hear the, the back story too. So during that time, you and I were just talking too. He has a real life, like we both have a real lives. Yeah, so yeah. stuff happened, right? But, and you struggle with different things too. But tell him a little bit about. So you're a young dude. You got this business. You're working multiple jobs. You're living at your place of business, right? right. And probably everyone in your family thinks you're out of your mind. Oh,
1: dude, yeah. Trust me. Uh, th- my dad was the o- the only person in my life that has never told me,
0: hmm. not,
1: not, not the only person that believed in me. He's the only person that never told me I was wrong, like for doing
0: it. <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Yeah, and and people and that's why I don't have a lot of sympathy for people when they're like, "Oh, my so and so is telling me this and that." And I right. said, "Look, dude, nobody's going to believe in you until you've done something. That's right. Have you done anything to make people believe in you? Right. You know, the, you don't just get people to believe in you. You got to do shit, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah, right, and uh, right. and you know, that's the way it is. And and my dad my dad had done that, so he knew that. He it knew could the be grind. Done, he knew the know? grind. And, uh, but
0: ten years is a long grind. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's totally worth it. <laughs> right. But like, um, what do you have? Like I always say this all the time: is your will to win for sale, right? Yeah. Like most people can be bought. Like enough failure, they'll buy their dream out. They'll yeah. buy them out. They'll yeah. quit. You, you, you couldn't have been bought all those years, and you had no. no money being made.
1: No. And I still couldn't. I mean, I've had I've had nine-figure buyout offers on our companies, three of them. and I I won't do it because I I know what we can do. And now, like I said before, my purpose has changed. My purpose isn't now, you know, let's buy all this cool shit and be a baller, like it used to be when I was younger. Now it's I wanted my guys, I want my team, I want my people to succeed, and I know what we can create on the, on the back end yep. and so I don't want to sell that out. Yeah, you know? we both
0: want you to stack a bunch of money away. Yeah. We both want you to have great stuff like this and live all that, but we both are just literally talking off camera saying what endures is when you shift from that stuff yes. to wanting to serve other people because that that like never and burns you know, out.
1: And you know what's funny about that too is I felt I found that when you switch your focus to other people, your income goes up anyway.
0: Big time. Yeah. Right. It actually takes some pressure off you, yeah. oddly, right? Yeah. It's like I don't know how to explain it, but it takes pressure off you. Go back a little bit in the beginning. I just want to talk about this because we were talking about, it. I didn't even notice it, but yeah. you pointed to your face to me, and said, Hey, yeah. I've had stuff happen, man. Like yeah. not all this was just business grind. Because yeah. a lot of you that are watching this too, your business isn't where you'd like it to be, maybe, or your life isn't. Like right. stuff happens outside of business that can distract us too, right? There's there's issues with your family, there's health, there's you know, all kinds of stuff that happens outside your business too. So yeah. tell them, how'd you get these scars? What so, happened?
1: Uh, so w- when I was in college, like we said, we had to work other jobs while mm-hmm. we, and we were also going to school, by the way, I yeah. did all this, but uh, I was walking home from one of my jobs and uh, I was walking home with a girl that, that, uh, that I was good friends with and, uh, <laughs> I ended up getting stabbed is the long story, uh, the, the short story of it. Uh, I got an altercation. This dude, she was, uh, she was Mexican and this guy was calling her some racial slurs. And mm. I'm a young testosterone filled dude. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to deal with that. Right. It's not my personality to deal with that kind of shit anyway. Yep. Um, you know, I'm, I'm an athlete like you and you know yep. how athletes are like, yep. dude, we're going to, it's going to get physical. Yep, it's about to be physical. And, yeah. And, uh, we got an argument, and I turned my back. And when I turned my back, he stabbed me, and he stabbed me here, and he stabbed me here, here, and in my back. And uh-huh. I had 160 stitches in my face. Uh, still, no feeling in this side of my face at all. Uh, um, the last thing I remember on the way to the hospital was uh, the, the EMT on the radio saying, "I don't know how to stop the bleeding." Oh my god! And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna die for sure," because like it was like what you see in the movie, like blood was squirting out, like and um. Yeah. So, so basically, uh, that's incredible. Yeah. So, so that was like, that was the easy part of it. The hard part of it was what happened after that. Uh, My face was very swollen. It was very deformed. Uh, It looks really good now because it's been 15 years since it happened. Um, But I worked retail and I had people coming in to the retail store every day and they, and they would do one of two things. They would either look at the floor when they talked to me because they didn't want to stare at my face or they would say, dude, what happened to your fucking face? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm getting this all the time. And really, honestly, I would have people rather people say that to me than look at the floor. Mm. Like, you know how, like, yes, you know, when you see someone who's got a handicap or they have a disability, our tendency is to not want to stare. So we overcompensate by looking away. You're right. Don't do that Mm. because it makes people feel really shitty. Yeah. Okay. And I know that from experience and, Mm. um, but anyway, I went through very bad depression, you know, my face was messed up. I went I was a young man You know, I thought my life was over. I thought my bu- my business wasn't succeeding mm. uh, I started thinking about like, you know, no woman's gonna ever want to date me. Yeah. Um, you know, my life is over type of stuff and um, you know, I built it into this big deal. I became very depressed and uh, to a level of, of suicidal oh, on, really? on a regular basis uh, and and, and, it, and I, I actually uh, was able to come out of that in, a, in, a, in, a, in about 10 minutes time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was walking through a, a grocery store and I was pushing my cart down the aisle and there was a, I came to the end of the aisle and I hit another cart. And I looked over at uh, the person who ran in the cart and I looked at him and I couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman because they were so badly burned. Like their hands, their face, completely unrecognizable of a, of a man or a woman. And I looked up, and it was a woman, by the way, and she looked at me, and she looked right at my face, and she goes, man, what the fuck happened to your face? <laughs> and, and, and dude, I like start dying laughing. like, Because she knows what I've been through, yeah. and I know what she's been wow. through. And it turns out what happened was she had been uh, in a plane crash, and her whole family had been killed in a plane crash, oh, and she was God. the only person to survive. And uh, we, sta- we sat there and we talked for like 10, 15 minutes, um you know about what had happened to her and what had happened to me and we had a good laugh about it we Mm. we, like laughed at other people like Mm. how they were so dumb for like looking Mm. at the floor like all the stuff we just talked about yeah and it and it changed my perspective immediately i went from feeling bad i went from being depressed i went from having all these struggles to saying you know what this is not bad like this is not even this is this is this is a good thing and so i chose wow i chose to start seeing it as something that would, would, would eventually teach me something. And it turns out, um, it ended up being really good for business because back then when Chris and I would go to trade shows, nobody knew who we were, all right? Okay. After I got stabbed and my face was swollen, and I had scars all over it, I would talk to people and they would remember me. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so, oh my God. so I would go to these trade shows and people would be like, uh, they'd be like, oh, hey, you know, those guys from Supplement Superstore. And they'd be like, no, we don't know those. You know, no, you know, Andy, the dude with the scars on his face. Yeah, and so what happened was people started remembering us yeah. because of it.
0: Yeah, and now they know Andy the multimillionaire, but then it was Andy the dude with yeah, the stars but, on his face. Yeah, but you
1: know what? When you try so hard to stand out, and, and it's important in business to yeah. stand out and be memorable. Yeah, I was blessed with an opportunity to make me naturally oh, memorable, wow. and so it ended up serving me. And that's how I see it now. I see yeah. it. I actually see it as one of the best things that ever happened to me. I
0: believe that too. Like, it, by the way, that's probably my favorite story I've ever had on the show. Right there, that's probably well, my favorite story. And let me tell you the reason why. First off, it's not the events that happened to us; it's the meaning we attach to the events, right? Because events happen to everybody, and so eventually, what you did eventually yeah. is you attached it, a new meaning it, it, to the it, event. It yeah, served you; it, it took, happened for you, not to you.
1: Yes, and it took that. It took that interaction, and I believe yeah. God put that interaction in play. I mean, yeah. there's
0: no—that was not a coincidence. No way, like no way, dude. Of all the people walking that, in the world, your cart yeah, bumps into someone. No, that's... no, that saved yeah. me, man. That's and, uh, crazy.
1: And and dude, I, uh, it, it, you
0: know, you we have you and I we have literally
1: millions of conversations, right? Over the course of your career. You've had a million conversations with a million different people. I can definitively say that that conversation was the most impactful conversation. And it was a random, you know, chance encounter. And it was the most powerful conversation that I've ever had in my life. Just because it made me understand that A, things could be way worse, right? okay? And B, no matter how bad things are, there's always good that can come of them yeah. and
0: amen i believe yeah that. totally, totally dude and
1: like people will like when i say that i always get a lot of pushback they'll be like well what about these kids that die from cancer well yeah that's terrible and right. i agree there's right. not much good that comes from that right. but the one thing that is good that comes from those kind of situations is that we can choose to um appreciate our own mortality wow. and 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 learn how to appreciate the people in our lives while we have yep. them because yep. i feel like so many people they live for this thing that doesn't exist mm. because we're ambitious, right? Yep. We always want more, we always want to yep. do more, we always want to accomplish more. And so for that reason, and I know you've probably had this situation before, you start neglecting the now for this, later, the later, right?
0: All the time. And I struggle with that now. Yeah, I, I do still too. do it. It's one I of the things too. I'm so ambitious, I'm so driven. Right. It's like, hey, be present yes. right now.
1: But, but I promise, and I think you'll agree with me, yeah. that being able to be ambitious and also be present, uh. Is, is extremely important because if you're always ambitious and you're not a pre- like you can you guys who are like young right now and you're not where you want to be and you think you know oh I want to be a millionaire and I, my life whenever I make this much money I'll be this you won't hmm. it, that that's not that's not what's going to define you what's going to define you is the relationships that you're having now wow. and appreciating those and those will help build you into that yeah. but you know you know how people like do yes. you used to think before you had any money or yeah. you had
0: any success you probably thought
1: man. Once, once I get here, it'll be different.
0: Once co- I get here, it'll be this. Yep, That was my constant conversation. Once I get there, then I'll relax and yes. enjoy Once I get there, yes. then I'll have fun. Once I get there, and then I'm like, there was never this place. Right. Right. There was never. And that's the difference you and I were talking earlier. I'm really enjoying this by yeah. the way. It's the difference for me of being successful and being fulfilled, right? You can have all the success and not be fulfilled, but if you can be present now, you can be fulfilled. And here's the one thing. I'll tell you, if you can be happy where you are now, you're really going to be happy once these other things come. But if you're not happy now... It's only going gonna, gonna to accelerate the problems. It does. Yeah, and I, we, we have friends that yeah. we see that. It's like yeah. they're more unhappy, yeah. they're more stressed, they're right. more depressed. It's funny that we're talking about this because people that knew you and I were meeting, right? They're like, yeah. oh, it's its the clash of the <laughs> alpha males, yeah. you know? And, yeah. then, and then you and I meet each other. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think when you see someone who's built a great life or like, in your case, like, They built a big dude, strong dude, lots of confidence. We're giving people advice. I think they go, these are super confident people, right? And the truth is, I think when you see someone like us that way, I think when you look at us now, you know, these are people had to come from a further place. Like we're both introverted, we're both shy. We both probably have I bet you that both of us have a more natural dose of insecurity than a normal person. There's no
1: question. Like that's I,
0: why we're so driven. That's why we're driven. Yeah. I had to figure out, and I want those of you that are here. I had to figure out. Younger's yeah, like, okay, I know how insecure. But that's not, insecure a bad am. Thing. not at so all. So people
1: hear insecure and they yeah. automatically attach. Like they 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 take it as a dig because they've heard it like in dating. Oh, you're you're jealous because you're insecure. Right. Well, yeah, maybe, but I'm right. also driven, and I'm also wanting to yeah. win, and I also yeah. have something to prove. Yeah. And that's a great thing. That's another example of taking something yeah. that would normally be a negative yeah. and turning, it's alchemy, right? Yeah. It's taking something and turning it into something that is valuable. I agree. And, and you know, being insecure, and, ha- and I say this a lot on my podcast, yeah. because people don't like to talk about it, because yeah. like a lot of people in our position who are out there making content for people, yeah. Their egos are too big to admit it.
0: Right. I'm not, dude. Neither, I'll tell you right neither. now. Me too. I got a
1: ton of shit to prove. Me too. And I'm gonna fucking prove it. Me too. You know, and if that's how you feel, you've got all your family, you've got all your friends, you've got and they're make and they're telling you you can't do it, you can't do this, and you wanna prove them wrong. Good.
0: That's right. That is good. Yeah, that's a good That's thing. good. That's think, good. Don't you think my insecurity is because I'm so wanting to be this other version of me, the best version of me, and I compare it to who I am now? That makes me insecure. Like I don't want to be comfortable with me. I don't right. want to think I've but got it important. all figured out. Of course. What's,
1: that's, what's good about comfort? We were just talking about this over here. You know, you you accomplish this, this, this. You you get the houses, you get the jet, you get the cars, you get the life, you get the company, and then what?
0: And then what? And and, so, and what have you and I both determined the then what is? To
1: serve other people. You got it. Right. And yeah. that's, people are always like, and I'm sure they're asking you, they're like, yeah. Ed, why are you doing all this? Why right. are you making this content? Right. You're a multimillionaire. You've right. got all these things. Right. You don't have to do that right. because it's a call. It's a calling. Like yeah. people say in faith, yeah. right, Vaughn? In faith, yeah. all right? It's a calling. Yeah. Like I have a, I have, I feel an obligation mm-hmm. to, to, so I grew up with an extremely intelligent, driven amazing father and like dude yeah, me too and if people would have seen how he raised me they would have said that he's probably abusive because dude that he was hard man mm-hmm. but here's the deal i want people to my dad prepared me for the reality mm-hmm. and i want people to be prepared too because i feel like the younger generation a lot of the people watching right now are not taught the truth they're taught that everybody wins, everybody's special, mm. everybody you know is probably going to end up being a multimillionaire. Uh, yeah. Everybody loves you, and that's mm. not the, that's not the truth.
0: It's, far, it's the furthest thing it from is. the truth. Yeah, so
1: they get taught this thing. They get taught this thing. I mean, they only keep score now in, in right. kids' games. They get taught this thing up until they're 20 years old and then they're kicked out in the real world, and then what happens?
0: The real world stops them. More and more, I think that's why this generation's having a harder time. There's more and more people that want to be entrepreneurs, that want to be successful, that see it more than ever, but their wiring needs to change. Yes. You need to be a little harder, a little tougher, a little more in love with the grind, a little bit harder working on yourself, and also, You gotta work like it's gonna happen now, but you gotta be patient as hell. Like it took you 10 years, right? I didn't really make any real money, save any real money for over a decade either, right? Like, by the way, on that, so it just reminded me of something. You see this big old buff stud dude here, but you've written a couple, I just wanna throw this out there. You've written a couple children's books and what we were just talking about, I was reading, it's uh, Otis and Charlie Play to Win, right? Part of that book is it's about competing and it's teaching kids that not everybody gets a trophy, right? Isn't right. that part of that yeah. book? So I, th- those of you that have young kids, you should get them involved with some of the books this kid's written, this yeah, dude's yeah, written. That's Tell why, them about that.
1: That's why we, that's why we wrote the books. We wrote, I wrote them with Vaughn, uh, okay. who's my co-host on the podcast. Yeah. And he, we, our purpose of what we do, and, and while we do monetize some things, sure, our purpose of doing this was not to, oh, let's just make more money. Our mm-hmm. purpose of doing this was to help reverse the what is being taught to this generation mm. when you and i grew up we were both athletes yep. we were taught to fucking win absolutely and, and i don't even know if i can curse on this show you can curse. Yeah, on yeah, show. okay fine. uh but we were taught to win we yep. were taught to to go out do our best and win and not feel bad about it be yep. a good sport yep but don't feel bad about it now these kids are taught that winning is wrong and it's not okay Unreal. and if you win you should feel bad like yep. that's not you could you could paint the ideal picture all you want, but that's not reality. That's right. And my goal with the books, and this is why I haven't written an adult book, our my goal is is to make an impact. And I feel yeah. like if we're going to make an impact, we've got to start with the youngest I generation. Love it, brother. You know, and
0: how do they get the book? Do they go to Amazon? Again? Yeah, just Amazon. It's
1: yeah. Otis and Charlie. Because we were
0: both talking about it, just occurred to me when you said it, it's like yeah. we're talking about all this rewiring, you know, uh, people in their 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s need to go through. i like it's awesome that you're starting to grab them when they're two, three, four, five, yeah. six, and, seven and years and see, old.
1: A lot well, and a lot of parents would, would DM me and they'd say, Man, I wish I could teach my kids all this stuff. Hmm. They they want their kids to know this stuff, but they don't know how to teach them. Yeah. So that was the book. The book is a tool for parents okay. that want to teach their kids the reality, but don't know exactly how. They realize something is off yeah. with what they've been taught, and it's not the actual truth. I mean, what's what are we what are we taught? We're taught this. Go to school, get a degree, get a job, yeah. and you know, and eventually you'll have enough money to retire, which yeah. you won't, by you the will way. Not, right? And you know, they don't tell you that you're gonna be in debt your whole life. Yeah. And they don't, the real truth is this: go to school, get a degree get a job, get yourself in debt so that you're required to work for somebody
0: Your whole life. That's right. You have to work. They ought to tell you the first day it's of college. It's a human
1: resource. That that the system is designed to squeeze the juice out of
0: That's exactly and by the way, that's why one of my goals is that we start to get more entrepreneurship in colleges, yeah. right? So yes. if they're gonna have to go, because the first day of college, they ought to go, hey, look, here's what your life is likely to be. You're gonna come out here with a couple hundred grand in debt, you're gonna end up at fifty years old, you're not gonna have fifty thousand bucks saved, you're gonna be in debt and divorced at least once. Yeah. That's literally the program you're yeah. on, right? Yeah. And it's like someone ought to tell you that up front. So when you sign up for it, I'd rather sign up for the program where I go through four Five, 10 years of struggle as an entrepreneur, and on the other side, I'm in my man cave like this and helping other people. Right. right. That's the program I want to be well, on. Well, even
1: if you, even if you, even if you work inside of a company, the values of being an entrepreneur right. still will help you become successful and valuable. Because there's a lot of people out there watching that might not ever own their own company. Yep. But maybe they work inside of a company that has a nice upside.
0: You got okay? it. Okay. There's some you, equity in there right, or something you could do. Right.
1: So, so those people still. If they learn the skills of entrepreneurship, they can become valuable within a system. 100%.
0: You know what I mean? And by the way, eventually have your eye on starting your own deal. Exactly. Right. If there's, my advice: people say, "Do I have to start a business?" No, but you better be somewhere where there's equity or ownership for you eventually. Yeah. And if there's no play for that. I don't have any wealthy friends who get a W-2 for 50 years of their life. Eventually, you got to get a 1099. Eventually, you got to be able to sell something, make something, or earn something. That's well, at least how I yeah, feel.
1: No, I agree. I agree. I think that you know, it's a there's, there I I do believe. And some people don't believe this, but I do believe that entrepreneurship is somewhat a skill. I feel like, so do I. I feel like certain people have it, yep. and not everybody can have it. Okay. Now that makes people upset when I say that, because I always okay. get bad emails. They say, oh, well, I could be an entrepreneur. Maybe you can. Right. But like Gary, uh, my friend Gary, yep. Gary Vaynerchuk, yep. he, he, he puts it this way. Everybody can go play basketball. Right but not everybody's gonna be LeBron James.
0: I agree with that. Okay,
1: and and I do too, I yep. agree with that too. I,
0: I, so, because so, I think it's the, I don't think it's a, in my mind- So what do you
1: say to people who who may not be entrepreneurs, but have, they they work within a company that has opportunity?
0: I think if they that's what I'm saying. I think as long as you work within a company where there's a chance for you to have some equity, some ownership, yeah. something that's your own, your own space that that doesn't require that, right? Another part of it is too is like you have to be honest with yourself. I don't think it's a capacity issue. I think it's a threshold of pain issue, a desire issue, um, a work ethic issue. And not everybody is wired for that because they're passionate about other things. Right. They're more passionate about you know being charitable. or They're more passionate about you know um, doing stuff with kids. There may be just things you do that your passion isn't being an entrepreneur. I think you. I think if your passion's to be an entrepreneur, like you and I had this calling oh when yeah we were kids. Dude, like, like i was
1: like i was selling. i sold baseball cards i sold snow cones i sold too. light bulbs door to door dude i
0: i mean and you're an athlete like you yeah. always wanted to be here's what i just really think i think i just always wanted to be free yeah i, I always wanted to I mean, you and i were just talking we literally cut each other off we're like it's not about the money, It's about this i want to. and we said at the same time win yeah we literally said the same thing there's this edge this compete this desire level right and like if you feel that, I think you could be an entrepreneur. If you want to go through heat,
1: time, pain,
0: I think stress, you have to, everything.
1: I think you have to, I don't think you even have to endure it. I think you have to fucking want it. I think you have to want it. Yeah, like, like I want. This is good. <laughs> look, people don't get, people People think this is wrong, but it's not wrong, it's right. right. I want to wipe the fucking earth of my competition. Yep. I want their houses to burn down. <laughs> I want them to do zero sales. <laughs> I want to win. Yep. And not just win, but dominate. And when I say that, do I literally want their houses to burn down? Of course not. Right. But that's a metaphor for how bad I want to win. You want to dominate. Yes. You don't want to just win, you want to dominate. And if you don't have that killer instinct in you, to where like when somebody competes with you it makes you angry and you're like like yeah. I get offended like how dare you yeah. think you're going to compete with me
0: yeah I can feel it right you know now. what I'm saying yes. like you just switched again yeah yep, I can and feel I, it. you're scaring me yeah, well, no <laughs> yeah, it, <I'm> <laughs> I,
1: I think I think I'm one of the old, I think you feel that and yeah. I think other people feel that yep. but I don't think they say it and mm-hmm. so like for that reason when I say it it sounds crazy
0: it doesn't but, sound crazy yeah. it doesn't sound crazy to someone like me but I want to say one thing about it I think you have this capacity and I'm not just bragging on you here I think you have this capacity, which is, I don't know anybody else in this space that does this. You have this way of saying, because I have also one, right? Like yeah. one rare thing about both of us is we, that are in this space, like we both have real businesses, are really wealthy and have really done the stuff we're telling you. We're not just, and we're still doing it. And we're still doing it. Yeah. Right? Like we're not making this up this as we isn't, go along. Is
1: this, an insta- this isn't a make money quick scheme for no, us. No, 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 this,
0: yeah. this, this is our lifestyle. It's not theory. But you do something profound, man is why you're following so huge. You say really important, profound, deep things in simple ways so that I can understand it. Like the depth of the things you talk about, like the reservoir of where it comes from, just so you know, i really watched from a distance. I was like, this is so good, so true, so profound, yet you don't say it in a way that draws attention to you, like you're this guru, brilliant dude. You say it like, hey, bro, I got you. But yeah. then when you spit it, it's not, It's not simple stuff, it's not slogans, it's really deep stuff.
1: Well, I think that's, thank you, I appreciate that. Um, But I also feel that you have to speak in the proper language. And a lot of people are like, oh dude, you curse too much, you do Mm -hmm. this. Look, man. I'm just like you're if you. I sit around at your barbecue, that's how I'm gonna talk. Like right. if you don't, if right. your if your mom's offended by thanks or by curse words, don't invite right. me to Thanksgiving, cause it's coming <laughs> out. You know, like right. that's just right. especially if you have any drinks. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, that's how that's how we talk, man. That's yeah. how my bros talk. That's how we talk in my company. Yeah. And I I just try to take. Like, I feel like a lot of guys in our space, they mm. they make it, they do exactly what you just said. I don't. Yeah. They try to present things in this language that is complicated to make them appear smarter than everybody else. That's exactly what it is. It's when in reality. People already know you're smarter. They're yeah, fucking watching they're, you. Right, they already know. They wouldn't yeah, be watching you. Yeah, you, do. you don't need to boost your ego anymore. Like, let's teach people some real shit.
0: That's what I sound, I, yeah. I watched you. I actually, I was saying this to a, a buddy of ours, a mutual friend of ours, Cardone. I yeah. actually told Grant, I said, this guy actually is solely concerned with helping these other people, not like, I'm brilliant, look at me, right? Yeah. Well, I, I
1: don't think I am. Like, I really right. don't. Like, I know you don't. I, I really don't, I, I feel like, I, like I told you, you know what I say when you first walked in? I said, I'm so excited you're here because I can't wait to learn what you know. You're right, and I said you know, the same right yeah, back to you. Like, That's exactly. I, I'm i a sponge, man. Yeah. I'm more of a student than a teacher, mm. you know, and I don't think people realize that. Yeah. I'm just relaying the shit that I've learned. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just want to learn. I want to learn from you. I want to learn from Grant. Yeah. I want to learn some shit from Gary. Yeah. We you both know? talk
0: about Tony. We yeah, both I a ton learn from Tony yeah, Robbins. Dude, and... I
1: mean, I've learned so much. Like I told you, yeah. like, I, I... Uh,
0: I know when I see someone else yeah. because we share a certain level of thinking yeah. and belief that we both have but let me say one thing about this because he won't talk about himself here so I'm going to say it this is who you should be learning from as well like I my highest stamp of approval and so it's this MF CEO podcast that you have T- talk a little bit about that because this guy not only produces profound stuff but he produces a lot of it that can serve you right like this is something you can you can get in his community you can have a relationship with this guy that's ongoing so yeah. so first tell them a little bit about that because i want people that follow me to be hearing what you talk about because i know what can serve them even in a way that i can't so how do they get access to you and your podcast
1: um, it's at the mfco.com we're on right. itunes we're on spotify we're on stitcher we're on soundcloud uh, we're getting on google play um we're, we've been a top 10 rated podcast for Almost since the it's beginning. So good, yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. We've been very fortunate. The message just resonates because, like what you said, it's mm. it's real, man. Uh, it's myself, uh, the producer Tyler, um, and then Vaughn, the Impaler, who is a who is an Vaughn's ex, good. He yeah, has great questions. He's, he's a he's a ex-pastor, mm. so it's a very unique dynamic. Uh, it's me who's you know I'm I curse and I'm brash and I say what I think, mm. and you know and Vaughn ties it together and, yeah. and it works really well. It's cool, but uh, basically here it is. Uh, we want you to learn the real shit. We want you to learn what it's gonna to take to succeed. We want you to learn to pr- not just the practical steps, you know, the X's and O's, where to advertise, what you do with your product, how to name a product, blah, 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 all the mm-hmm. other stuff. We, te- we talk about all of those things. The, the biggest thing I think that we resonate with is that we talk about the mental mindset that, yep. that is needed mm-hmm. to create success. Because I feel like anybody can go out and create a product or start a business. The reason most people don't succeed is because they're not prepared mentally. Would you agree or disagree with that? 100% agree. I mean, how much do
0: you think your success has to do with mental? 85, 90%. Yeah, and how much yeah. time do you spend on personal development? Uh, thousands and thousands of hours. Dude, me life. too, yep. me yep. too. And yep. people
1: and, and young people, they look at you and I and they, and they say, oh, you've got this talent for business or mm-hmm. you've got this, amaz- you're amazingly skilled or talented. Mm-hmm. No. No. You have worked right. your ass off, and yeah. so have I, to yeah. learn things that we've learned. Yep. Nothing that you and I have, that we teach is 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 new stuff. Right? It's just stuff that we've learned along
0: the way, or we've absorbed from other. But people. one of the huge differences when you and I were doing, we had to pay fortunes to get access oh, to it. Oh my gosh! They can get access to this stuff now Dude, you for could,
1: nothing. You couldn't right? even. It's unbelievable. The, when I used to do personal development, it was you know it was reading Tony's books. Me too. It was reading Seth Godin books. Yep. Uh, Now, I mean, God, there's so many good people out there. Uh, uh,
0: And that's why I'm only putting a few people on my show because I want them to go to the listen. And we're gonna talk about this next, okay? The fake. You've built a real, (laughs) real business. I want people that're gonna follow people. I don't want listen. I don't have. You don't have time for theories. Right. I want stuff that's work, that's applicable, that I know happens now with dudes that are blowing up and ladies that are blowing up real businesses right now. And so. In your case, like that's why I want you to go to him. This is this stuff he does every day. I'm walking around. He's got this giant facility here. There's another one that's almost a quarter million square feet down the street. And so, what they don't have, they haven't heard yet. And this is why I want them on this MF CEO podcast. Is now that was the first ten years, right? Yeah, yeah. But now. <laughs> You're talking about, especially the last five or eight years, we're gonna talk about this, I want them to hear this. You're talking about one of the great, honestly, I opened the show with this, one of the great you are. You're one of the great American entrepreneurs. Thank you. For every reason, because of the wealth you've created, what you're starting to create for your guys, and then the paying it forward. You're you're taking this gift, this success, and you're spreading it, man. That, that by definition, makes you great. There's, you're, you're, you're creating wealth and richness in people's lives, brother. So, so tell them about, we know the hard years, okay? What's it at now? Where's you, how many supplement superstores now do you guys have? Uh, we've got
1: 18, we'll have 20 yeah. here, I think by next week. So you got those. We're starting to roll that out. So that's, okay. that was our first business we started. Yeah. Um, we have our franchise set up for that, okay. uh, but we've chosen to award franchises to employees that this. start with us. So we could have went out, I actually uh, asked a 100 store deal um, about two years ago because we made it, which would have made, would have made me a lot of money yeah. um, instantly. And we asked that because we decided that we were, going to, we were going to create a situation where if you start with our company at minimum wage, which people do, mm-hmm. okay, that's entry level, uh, they can eventually work up to own their own franchise market that we finance them. So like right now we have, uh, two, we have four, uh, two franchise markets that we just started franchising. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is in Kansas City where they're opening 10 stores and the guys that, that own that market Started out at seven fifty an hour when they started, That's, uh, and now they're owners. Now they're owners. Now they're going to own.
0: They'll be millionaires, Those guys will be
1: multi-millionaires in the next couple of years. You can love that. So uh, I, I Chris and I both feel very passionately about wanting to be one of the only companies that can say, look, if you start here there's no limit to where you can go mm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. you can go all the way up to being a multimillionaire depending on what you do and the guys who own that market mm. uh Jeff and Kyle have been with me for eight nine years and they're 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 as good as I am at the business that's wonderful dude but you, Jeff if you watch this you're not as good as I am Kyle you
0: are <laughs> Kyle you are yeah Kyle is. so what happens is you you have these supplement superstores. you're in that supplement business you're like hey a lot of this stuff is not great stuff yeah, right? right so then you decide all right i'm gonna flip in i'm gonna get into the actual business of making the product right. all of you guys that are in the fitness industry that follow me the more i've understood the actual technical ways this guy manufactures this product too it's just unbelievable the difference right and yeah the, the 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 benefits to your body and the not the downside stuff too but so you decide to start first form yep so this is where it gets going good yeah, right so, so tell us about so, that
1: so chris and i had a lot of experience with obviously other people's products. And what we noticed in the supplement industry was that everybody was trying to make the cheapest product. And I I just told him, I'm like, dude, we can make a better product than anybody out there. Mm. We've just got to sell it for more. Nobody wanted to do that, quite honestly, because a lot of people in the supplement industry aren't great business people. Mm. They don't work, they don't follow the fundamental rule of helping someone, Mm. okay? I am going to make a product that you're going to ingest. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you want to take the cheapest, least quality product, or do you want to take the most expensive, best quality mm-hmm. product? Mm-hmm. There's a market for it, it's yep. obvious, and yep. nobody was hitting it. And so we just decided, hey, we're going to be the premium brand, mm. and we went and did it. And uh, we went out, we were the first company to come out with low temperature processed protein. Yeah. Uh, we, we uh, I mean, we, did, we started small, man. We started with a $30,000 PO. Mm. We went and picked up the pallets in the back of our pickup trucks from our manufacturer, mm. who is now our partner in manufacturing. Mm. Um, and we would take the product and we would drive it around to our retail stores and literally that we would do that like once a month when people first started using our product they would come in and they would say oh wh- what are you what are you doing making that in your basement because like they couldn't believe that we were starting yeah it was they couldn't understand oh you're starting another company now i don't understand this and we'd have to like have this whole script where it would be like no this is a different company this right. is you know and eventually uh the great people of St. Louis, I'm very proud of the city, got behind us and mm. uh and gave us a lot of traction locally, which allowed us to grow. Mm. And um and then we went from, you know, selling it to the stores like we did to uh twelve to a twelve thousand square foot uh warehouse to a sixty thousand square foot to a seventy five thousand square foot to now we have the seventy five thousand plus the the two twenty five. My God. Yeah and, and and now we're getting ready to move out of this building and build a whole new headquarters.
0: You, what, yeah. what kind of revenue, sales, all that stuff this year um, you guys do?
1: This year, we should be about 170. I'm 170 hoping. million? Yeah. yeah. That's
0: 170 one. million.
1: That's both companies together. Yeah, okay. that's S2 and first floor.
0: Okay, 170 million. Yeah. And then what do you think? Or you have goals in the next three, four, five years? Take that to billion a billion dollars? Yeah, year? that's the goal. The goal is, is a B. Is a B. I'm, I'm over the M's that is so awesome yeah. brother that is uh, unbelievable thank you and you so that they, everyone think you're an overnight success until they hear that you went you know 10 years basically with nothing yeah. 7 years basically didn't make a well, dollar a
1: lot of the other a lot of the other brands in our in our space they're not set up to build they're not set up to build real companies they're set yeah. up as a cash flow cash in cash out yeah. you know the owners make good money but they yeah. don't have a they don't have a team yeah. we've got a real team you know yeah. and we've got real people out there that yeah. are that are career we've got careers here yeah. um and we've got the best people man you know like I don't like my brother my brother yeah. runs day-to-day at first form he does yeah. an amazing job uh, you know all of our team inside the office and all of our reps I mean it,
0: it, you really do feel this because when you toured our, me our,
1: our culture is built on change man like yeah. we, we, we people the difference between our it used to be just our products like our products yeah. were superior yeah the difference now is, is that the people do we mm-hmm. have people in our brand who are who are literally 100% dedicated to helping other people. You know Mm, what I mean? It's the mission and Mm. that's what
0: drives, you know, it's a culture driven company. When you toured me, that's what you talked about. Yeah. I noticed that. I, I get toured all the time at different businesses, right? Yeah. And the whole time you're talking about your people. Yeah. Point to that guy. This is what he does. This is yeah. his background. This is how I know him. This is the great job they yeah. do. And like it was sincere. Yeah, that, like
1: the guy that we went to, Scott, the one I yeah. pointed to the yeah. warehouse, yeah.
0: Yeah. We, we, we were in seventh grade together. You told me that. Yeah. And yeah. You, by the way, and you told me this knowing they weren't even going to hear you telling me. No. That. It wasn't a technique. It yeah. was you really heartfelt felt yeah. this way about these people. Yeah. You built like an unbelievable brand and company, we're, we're brother. F- dude, we
1: we most of us don't have friends outside the company. Like it's it's yep. weird. It's like like if you're not in it, yep. You're, you're on the outside. If you're in it, you're in it. I don't
0: even think that's weird. Uh, almost every great company that I've been around, really, including because I haven't
1: been around that many. Much,
0: yeah, I've been I've around. By the time way, I've been around a lot yeah. of great companies either. But the ones I have been around, I can tell you, my business, my best friends are all in my business. Yeah, right. They're just, yeah. they're. I'm close to them. That's yeah. like it's my family. Yeah. we share the most in common. Right. Yeah. Right. It's part of our culture. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about a few things because like it's unreal what you've done. Right. And it's just the beginning. I can feel that. You're even talking about changing your model and expanding it. Yeah. And all the different things you're going to do. So. You've done a couple things that's interesting to me. So one, your body's changed the last few years. Like yeah. I've seen videos of yeah, your brother. Right? You lost 100 pounds. You lost 100 pounds. So th- you've turned everything around, right? So yeah. is it the same stuff, or like, what did you do to change your physique? Dude, uh, what did I what did I actually do? Yeah, like physically. Like, did you do you make a con- like? Did you like look in the oh, mirror mentally. one day and go, holy? Oh, cr- dude, you know.
1: I mean, look, it was way out of hand. Like. Like I told you, man, I struggle with depression. So yep. depression's something that I've battled my whole, whole adult life. Mm. Um, I go through phases, and those phases last for years, mm. okay? Some, I go for two or three years, I'd be great. Mm. I go for two or three years, and I'm a total wreck. Mm. And when I'm a total wreck, I eat everything in my face, I drink everything, mm. You know, I'm having a good time in my mind, mm. but I'm not accounting for the, the problems that it's causing. And mm. I had got myself up to about 350 pounds. Uh, and, dude, uh, yeah, I was just I just looked in the mirror and I'm like, "Fuck, you're fat," you know, <laughs> and uh, and, and you can't be fat in my business and be effective.
0: Good point. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you how know, long did you take to lose hundred pounds?
1: It's ta- I lost most of it in about eight months.
0: Eight months. Yeah,
1: I lost I lost about eighty pounds in eight months, and then the last twenty has been like recomping for like the last uh, about a year and a half, mm-hmm. going back and forth, back and mm-hmm. forth, back and forth. So mm-hmm. now I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. I Still great. got a little bit to go. Thank it's you. Great. I want to get down. I'm two forty-five right now. I want to be about. I want to be the same weight but a little leaner.
0: Okay, let's get in that brain of yours for a minute. Yeah. So this uh, by the way I struggle with depression yeah. too. Most people would be surprised to know that dudes like us that are super high energy and help people that we we have all the same struggles and maybe even deeper ones. Well, when you're given
1: when you give so much of yourself all the time, mm. there's not a whole lot left. Yeah. At at the end of the yeah. day, you know. Yeah.
0: I think people thought you and I were going to get together and we're going to bump chests to see who was stronger uh-huh. and bigger and then we met each other it's yeah. like Hey man, like I got the same stuff you got, right? It's the same things. So get in this brain of yours for a few minutes because we're not have that much time left, but like, so this is just like general, but who who the hell are you? Like what has made you this freak that you are? Are you like an obsessed, whack job, crazy person? Are you thinking business all the time? Like if someone said to you, hey man, you know, I got three minutes with you why are you so successful? What is it about you, what you do or think that's different than the average dude out there?
1: I've just learned that it's, I, I've personally, I've, I used to think like a lot of younger people think, and maybe some people in business, I used to think like this. Man, I wonder if I'm gonna ever be one of those successful guys. Like, did you ever think like this when you were, when you were broke? Did you ever think like, man, I wonder if I'm ever gonna be like, fortunate enough to be one of these guys who has this house and these, this life and this and that. Like, mm-hmm. there was always a, question of doubt in my brain i still have it yeah okay I still have all right it sometimes. so so yep. i think i just accepted that that's there's no there's no valid there's no like validity to that at all mm-hmm. it's just total mind bullshit that your mm-hmm. brain does yep and i started to realize that it's just as simple as executing on a daily basis and mm. when i started to um believe that mm. And the doubt went away, I, mm. think that made, I think that made me A, more confident, mm-hmm. uh, B, it works. Right. Um, and I don't feel like I'm a freak of any, you know, I'm just highly competitive. And I know okay. that I know how to win. I know that if I'm doing effective things on a daily basis, those effective things compound mm. over the course of time.
0: Are you a planner? Do you like write stuff down? Do you have goals? Oh, yeah. That kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, I do. Uh, what A lot of my listeners, um, I have this little method called the power list. Okay. And basically what it is, it's, it's five critical tasks. So so <clears throat> for a while on Instagram, we used to always see this, these memes, okay? And Me. it would be like, you know, I, I only sleep one hour a day, and that's what yeah. you got to do to be successful. Yeah. And that's bullshit, right, okay? Um, I am, and this is going to sound really weird, but I'm actually really fucking lazy. Me too. Okay? So am I. Yeah, so like I just found, I just find ways to be effective. Me too. So yeah. my my goal was to do as much good stuff in a day mm-hmm. and then have the rest of the day to myself mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so i figured out that if i could execute on five tasks not the, the not the basic things mm-hmm. not like oh i got to work out or mm-hmm. but all right the, the things are extra than that, okay? okay? I've gotta make this call, I've gotta send that email, I've mm-hmm. gotta follow up with this, I've gotta do that. Once those five things are done, mm-hmm. I'm done for the day. Gotcha. So if I can get all five of my things done before 10 a.m., I got the whole day to do whatever I want, Okay. all right? Okay. And the rule of the power list is this, it's gotta be five critical tasks, okay. all right? Those critical tasks have to be something that are not a habit for you. So let's say your goal is to work out mm-hmm. and, and eat right, mm-hmm. and you're not currently doing it. Mm-hmm. That can be on your power list for up to 21 days okay after it's been on your power list for 21 days and you've won the 21 days in a row you have to remove it and replace it with two other things oh i like that okay yeah so your, your list is good. always progressing okay. it is literally a a fail-safe way to be successful hmm. i talk about it on my podcast msco project there's a whole episode dedicated to it it's episode 107 okay um if you guys want to go listen to 107 go listen to that you learn the method okay. but um but yeah but
0: i just figured that out man over the course of time and uh So rare executing though like don't you think like it's the rarest thing even in my business like I can't believe it's how not people that go... hard, though. it isn't but people go through a whole day of busyness. Yeah. they go wow I put in a 15 hour day to your point Yeah. at the end of it I go if we went back and did did you do five things you could have done the whole th- you could have right. done the whole 15 hour day in 2
1: hours and yep. had the
0: rest of the day to yourself that's another thing elite performers have they yeah. shrink time frames so they yeah. can get a whole lot more done in short windows yeah. of time and we
1: want to cuz we're lazy we want to go fuck off
0: There's two, by the way and I am lazy too yeah. people I... think oh you're I'm not I'm lazy like yeah. I have I have to have habits and yeah. disciplines if you left me to my own devices, yeah. I'd be eating Cheetos, sitting yeah. on the couch, yeah. drinking tequila, yeah. right? Like yeah. I That I sounds gotta, like good time. It does, it does yeah. sound good. I like that stuff too. So, yeah. so a couple other things. So what's a hundred to zero? I, I just read this, what okay. is that? Like what's so, that all about?
1: A uh, hundred to zero is something that I came up with that me and two of my guys at work, all mm-hmm. right, two of the guys at work, they're, one of them is super competitive and the other one was very badly injured and is also very competitive. Yeah. And we were talking one time on text and we were, mm-hmm. and we were like, so they, they, these guys co-manage one of our biggest stores okay. in retail. And we were talking on text and uh, Austin, one of the guys, he goes, he goes, man, he goes, I want to kill all of these other stores. He goes, I don't even want them to sell anything. Yeah. Like, just like yeah. I would yeah. say, he goes, I would, if we were playing football, I would have beat them a hundred to nothing. And that's how it started. Okay. So it started as 100 and, so now we had, we, him and, me and the two guys had yep. this thing where we would just text 100 and nothing. Basically it means domination. Dominate. Okay? Yep. Uh, and then I started bringing it on the podcast. I started yep. talking about, um, you know, hey look, there's so much of this, this feel good idealist nonsense out there yep. that is telling people it's not okay. Like we see it, like kids basketball game, a team will score a hundred points and the other team scores seven yep. and they fire the coach. Dude, yep. that's not, Okay. Right. You're, what are you teaching your kids? That's okay. You're supposed to lose or feel bad when mm. you win, and yeah. I'm just anti any of that. Me and too. so basically, we just started uh, a hashtag, a hundred to zero, okay. and and selling shirts and you know i put it on my wall and it's just a reminder like hey we're here to fucking win you you know no matter what like we're here to win and if the other team can't score that's their problem that's not our problem
0: how do you feel about like mentors and coaches and stuff so like you talk about teachers and coaches like do you think everybody there's this whole thing about you should have a mentor you should have a coach do you think some of that's overcooked sometimes i think it it is overcooked. so do i i think sometimes good i think i think sometimes people like they're always looking outside themselves right instead of do you agree with that? I, I
1: think that the mentor thing started, Instagram has amplified this mentor thing. Like yeah. you gotta have a mentor. Mm-hmm. Dude, most of the mentors that you guys have don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Okay, let's be real. Mm-hmm. Do they have a real business? Mm-hmm. What? A, show them their, let's see their financials. Let's right. see the house they live in. Right. Let's see their plane. Right. Let's see the cars. Right. They don't have that shit, you probably shouldn't be listening to them. Right. Okay, if you're yep. trying to be successful in business. Yep. I mentor people every day through the podcast, through my Instagram. Yeah. I don't have to have a one-on-one. If you can't pick up what I'm putting down from that, you
0: ain't got it anyway. Doesn't it surprise you often you get asked stuff that you've put out that they don't even find? Does that drive you crazy? I, I personally yeah.
1: will not respond to that because I know that they're too lazy to go look at it yeah. anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I get asked it all the time, like, hey, that, I already put that out. Like, yeah. Go find my stuff. Yeah. Right? Like and, it and, Dude, and
1: what that is, is that's, people's, that's people wanting to, they want to touch you, right? Like, Okay. Oh, I, I know Ed, or okay. oh, I know Andy, and okay. I need validation from them, okay. or I need permission. That's them looking for permission. Mm. You don't need his permission, you don't need mine. You mm. don't need your mom's permission, you don't need your dad's permission, you don't need anybody's permission. Mm. In fact, the more people that tell you you can't, they're probably good for you. Ed, 100%. You know? yeah. So, I just feel like the mentor thing, You know, I had mentors, but I didn't call them mentors, I didn't know they were mentors. Me either. I just had a dad. And I I listen to Tony Robbins stuff. Yeah. And, and by the way, thank you, Tony Robbins. Yeah. Like me too. I was just telling, telling you, you know, how, how impactful I would like to take a minute to plug him for a second. Sure. Okay. I think he's not getting with the young generation the way that he should. Me too. And I feel like, you know, you guys who are following people like Ed or following people like myself or following Gary Vee you need to go to the OG.
0: That's right, he's and the listen, OG. Yeah, and yep. listen to
1: Tony's stuff because a, a big part of where I'm at had to do with getting his personal power me uh, too. Uh, set. Me too. My mom gave it to me, and you know yeah. my mom gave, I'm like, I'm not listening set. to that crap, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah.
0: Like
1: three years later, I listened to it, yeah. and I'm like, holy shit, dude, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And uh, I've been a believer ever since. And and. Me too. It, it, you know.
0: I, we all come from him somehow. Dude, Doesn't it feel like it's it? the truth? And, and uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: the, the younger guys, the younger, the young entrepreneurs, you guys need to go listen to his stuff oh, and follow time. him, man. Like, yeah. buy his products. And I, yeah. I would not say, if you follow me, you know I tell you not to buy anybody's products.
0: Yeah, yeah. His is worth his it. His is worth it. Yeah. And, but in your case, you are too, and I'll tell you why. Because the mentoring thing is one thing, but I also... The gift now that you or I or a few other guys can give that are in this space is that we can get people's consciousness of thinking the right stuff, right? We're not gonna directly see you every single day, but you're directing my focus, you're giving me ideas, you're putting the right thoughts in my head. You're giving me, and you and I are both saying this about Tim Grover, you're giving me permission to be obsessed. Yeah. You're giving me permission to win. Like I don't Dude, need everybody, Yeah. I don't need, I love Grover, yeah. we don't need, I just had him on the show, he's awesome, but yeah. I don't need permission from my family, but I need permission to be myself. It's like hey man, I want. it's confirmation that I'm not crazy. Right. These dreams aren't nuts, I'm not a wacko because I want to win and compete so bad. It's not so much permission as confirmation there's dudes like me there's ladies like me there's people like me that want to live life maxed out right yeah, like that's a yeah it's, it's that's what i think you do more than anything yeah. it's like go man you're good yeah right yeah I think that's what you I do try, you
1: know i i just trying to help people find their way you know yeah. what i mean like being an entrepreneur definitely is not for everybody yeah some people aren't going to be happy being that because mm. as much of the cool shit that you see there's <laughs> a lot of bad stuff it's a too lot of it's ugly. tough a lot of ugly. and you've you've got to really love that tough stuff yep. like uh, I will give Gary a lot of credit. Gary always talks about loving like the grit and the dirt and yep. the hard shit. And you do kind of, cause like my, and I don't know if you're like this, but I bet you kind of are like when, when cri- like, when crisis happens in your company, yep. I bet you're calm and I bet you figure it out instantly. And you're, you're like, you're like, okay, yes. your wheels start turning yep. and you're challenged yep. and you get fired up and you get excited. Yep. As soon as you know, like, as soon as you know the solution, I bet you're excited. Like, there could be a, shit could be burning to the ground.
0: 100%, right. And as
1: soon as I know the problem, yeah. as soon as I, you know, I, that's, dude, I live in that space. Last week that yeah. happened, I was like, yeah, oh. I'm alive. Yeah. Like, this is what I was born to do. Yes. Like, I was in my moment. And then, like, when yeah. I'm not
0: in that, I feel useless. Me too. Yeah. 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 Like, it's like, it, like kryptonite. Right. I feel like Superman on kryptonite when I don't have that Like, that when stuff. shit's
1: going really good, yeah. like, I'm like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes I stir up messes just so that I can fix it. Yeah, them. I think like, I, I, I walk so through that,
1: the office, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah nothing yeah I got you know I got yeah. this I got I'm like f- no what do I gotta do no
0: but I've literally learned that like if I'm gonna be growing my company there should be crap going on around me yeah. there should be fires all the time yeah. let's finish up with this because you're about to launch something here pretty soon because it's not mentoring but it's more direct access to yes. you it's more specific stuff so right. tell them what you're planning on doing here real so soon.
1: we're launching a Frisella entrepreneurship Academy um, it is a it's an academy it's exactly what it sounds like there's there's level one level two level three courses Good. people come in uh they can learn not some instagram thing of like yeah like how to how, how to open a you know an instagram account management service or whatever like right. that's not what we do what we do mm. is teach people the exact tools they need to run a real company and build a real brand mm. a lot of doctors a lot of lawyers a lot of real estate agents a lot of people who are in business. And have skills have no idea how to run a business mm-hmm. um, it's true so we're opening an academy that shows people step by step by step by step what they're going to need to run a real business and build a real company okay. not just a hack to try to make some income mm. on the side you know mm-hmm. what i mean yep. so uh you know if you're looking for you know some sort of business to start that's not what we do we take your business and we show you how to run it. I like that. Yeah, and okay. that's that's what we're doing, and we're doing that from, I'm a real guy, I built a business from, yep. from uh, zero to where it is now, and uh, a lot of people have questions about what to do at this point, or how to do this, or how to do that, especially when it comes to marketing and advertising, and how to get word of mouth out, mm. and uh, make customers loyal, and, we, and I talk about all these things on the podcast, but I don't show them exactly how to do it. Okay. Uh, this is where I'm going to get into the gritty details of how to execute and and so uh i'm excited man i think it's gonna be cool i'm excited about the guys not just the guys who are like watching and they're i want to own a company one day but i'm excited about the guy who has a company right now and he's like struggling and he doesn't know what to do yeah and i'm excited about helping those people
0: yeah well you're gonna yeah the the big thing i think everybody by the way it's really good today brother like i got a lot out of this oh thank you good for me man i mean really i know you all did too Probably the way you can get to the center hub of this guy though is just follow him on social media. Follow this guy on Instagram. Yeah,
1: I'm mainly on Instagram. I'd be yeah. on
0: Instagram with this guy and then the MFCEO.com uh, podcast yeah. as well. Yep. They can subscribe on iTunes, yep. all these other platforms yep. too. Yep. I know it helps if they subscribe yeah, too, right? Yeah, yeah. It drives the stuff I'm up. I'm always so. pushing
1: the subscribe. Yeah. If you like the content, subscribe. That's all I ask, that's I don't all you charge get paid for, for it. it? Me yeah. too,
0: just subscribe, yeah. little likes, little follows, yeah. little subscribe, that's, right. that's all we want. Yeah. So so this, you got a little taste of today of what you can get in all these different forums from this man and the stuff that's coming forward so really appreciate you today Dude, brother thank thanks, you man i'm so glad we yeah, met really likewise, enjoyed that. all right god bless everybody max out thanks guys at Milo.com, where champions are built